One of the best ways to learn is by immersion, right? It's not the easiest, but it's probably the best way, right? So like when I wanted to learn Spanish, I moved to the mountains <laughs> of Spain. Not at and all. And let me tell you, donde esta mi gato, right? And then mi ombligo es en fuego. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So I did not move to Spain. And for anyone who speaks Spanish, you're probably going, what on earth just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I had a shirt literally that said donde esta mi gato. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some recent immersion experiences uh, and how it has helped or hopefully helped our business. We're going to talk about that in today's episode starting now. your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. All right, go for it. Uh, don't do this to me. I, you know, I don't like to lead the openings. So one of the new things that we're kind of doing in our business are, um, well, I mean, we've always done automation, but we're doing kind of a new style of automation for lead generation. And there it's Facebook chatbots, right? They're the things that automate Facebook messenger, super cool stuff. And one of the best ways to learn this is to just get in there and start doing it right. I'm inside of the Facebook group and obviously you know, I'm one of the people that asks questions, but I also try to implement after I've gotten answers. There are a lot of people in there that are clearly just asking questions and they're not doing any. And, and it's funny because the founder of the software I'm using is in there all the time trying to help people. And he, you can tell, is like ripping his hair out going, just try to do it. Right. Just stop asking. Just go in there and do it and you'll figure it out. And I promise you, it's very easy. You know, but I think a lot of people like and I blame the school system a little bit for this, but everyone's like terrified of failing or making a mistake or messing up. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to dive in and do it. And that's what I was doing. Um, Actually, yesterday, I spent a whole bunch of time. My entire workday basically was just inside of the system, figuring stuff out, finding things that didn't work for me. And then I, I actually I joked with you. I'm like, I just did a whole ton of imperfect action. <laughs> and boy, howdy. Has it been imperfect? Right. <laughs> but I learned a lot, right? Yes. And this kind of got you thinking a little bit about some examples in your own life where you're like, yeah, immersion is probably the best thing. So like, let's go ahead and talk about that for a second. Well, yeah, it was, it was interesting because obviously we have Christmas coming up. And for me, cooking Christmas dinner is a breeze. I, I'm really like, I, I don't need a single recipe. I, th I think. I saw a picture that said, like, Southern women don't need a recipe or, or whatever. But um, anyways, yeah, I, I don't need a recipe. So I'm super excited to cook dinner. I'm stuffing sweet potatoes, you know, uh, mashed potatoes, gravy, all the, all the things. And I don't have any problem with that. But the moment I open a cookbook and it's, you know, shrimp and grits or something, it's like, all right, wait, what was the measurement? And it start, I start getting more like stress and anxiety just because I'm not familiar with it. It's something new. And I'm, I'm so comfortable with all the recipes that I plan on making on Christmas that I would much rather cook a whole entire Christmas dinner than a single recipe. Of shrimp and grits. Of shrimp and grits. <laughs> Although... I have tried that recipe and it was good. But the fact is, 
it when it's something new, I do procrastinate and I I it's not as simple and I think any any person who's, you know, been cooking and they're like obviously what's easier? Having, you know, a me- a recipe memorized that you don't even need a cookbook or a recipe card for. That's certainly easier than having to make sure you check every single thing off the list. So it makes you feel confident, right? So like when, when you are immersed in a recipe to the point where you actually memorize it, you feel confident in what you're doing, right? You're You're, you're not second guessing. You're not second guessing yourself. Right. You're, you're faster at, at doing it. You're probably better. It's probably your recipe or your final dish or whatever probably turns out way better anyways, because you know it so well. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where that professional student stuff comes in. Like people, they become, we call it, we jokingly call it professional students, but people take courses. And I mean, I'm guilty of this to an extent, but I still do try to, to implement, implement yeah. a lot. Um, but I think a lot of people, they take courses and then they take more courses and no joke. I mean, there are literally courses about how to make a course, right? Yeah. Like these are, these are real things, not even joking. There are, um, there are courses or there are coaches to teach you how to be a business coach. The funniest thing I saw was actually, I don't remember what country it was, but it was somewhere in Asia. I want to say it was China, but, um, there was this giant hall of women that were in front of ring lights. Hmm. Okay. And I mean, hundreds of women in this hall. Wow. And what they were doing was they were teaching people how to be social media influencers. And Interesting. So you've got hundreds. I mean, it was like a, just a, a giant army of people in this giant hall, all standing in front of brightly lit ring lights with their phones attached to it. And they're all talking into their phones all at the same time. And you've got like coaches walking around like, you know, trying to help them be influencers. Oh, that's so strange. Isn't it? But there are coaches for coaches. There are consultants for consultants. There are coaches for consultants. There are consultants for coach. Like there's all this yeah. cross pollination. And I think a lot of that could be solved by just instead of paying a coach to teach you how to coach, why don't you just find a client and try to help them? Yeah. Right. And, and do it for free. Right. You, maybe you're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. So that wouldn't be very, very, uh, you know, that'd be terrible for them. Right. That's a bad, fine. Charge them nothing, right? Or charge them uh, based on their results, right? If you help them increase their sales by 10%, then ask for, you know, a certain amount of money, right? right. Or, or if you bring them a certain number of clients, like set, do, do performance based pay. If you are an agency and you're trying to bring in clients for a client, right? Or you're trying to do like lead generation for a client, then say, all right, for each client that I bring you, pay me X number of dollars, mm-hmm. right? And then that, that, feeling of being a fraud, right? That imposter syndrome kind of gets off your shoulders because it doesn't matter if you do not perform for that person, then they don't pay anything, right? They may, yeah. might have a little lost time or something like that. The other thing you can do is work for um, referrals, work for um, reviews or testimonials and say, mm-hmm. Hey, I will do this for you for a month. And if things go really well, give me a testimonial. And then afterwards we can like figure out our pricing and stuff. Yeah. You know, there's so many different ways to, you know, I don't want to say skin the cat, but there's like a million ways to do this, right? Like you just have to be a little bit creative and then you can, you know, immerse yourself in the experience of what you're trying to do. Just don't worry about learning constantly. Don't take course after, you know, maybe take a course to make yourself comfortable, right? To reduce that risk. But after that, like go out and try. Right. Because it's only going to make you better. I mean, the moment that I make shrimp and grits once, 
I'll feel more confident the second time I make it. And then obviously at some certain point, I'll have made a recipe so many times that I've memorized it, Yeah, you know, and you're going to be so confident at that point working with your client or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I used to do when I was uh, a trainer at big bank is uh, people would have to get on the phones with clients. Right. And anytime I had a new person, especially someone who never talked to clients before on the phone, it was always like, you know, if you ever watch a video of someone going skydiving for the first time, <laughs> right? It's like you're like trying to get them out of the plane and they're like clawing their way in. Like, oh, uh -huh. no, take me down. I regret everything. That was kind of what this was like. It was that like, sounds like me at the beginning of this podcast, yeah, <laughs> like, this episode. Like I was trying to shove people out of the plane, right? I was trying to get them onto the phones and they they would have been perfectly happy just getting month after month of training to feel really prepared. But usually what I would do is after like a, we would do like a full two weeks of training. And then I would just be like, all right, you're going to sit with somebody on a call. Right. I would start to ease them into it. I'd be like, all right, you're going to sit with somebody and you're just going to listen to calls all day. Right. And then I would, uh, after they had listened to calls for a while, I would then have them start driving the computer. The person would, the, the experienced person would still be talking to the client, but the person would be doing all the typing. The new hire would be doing all the typing, moving the mouse around, you uh -huh. know, and all that stuff. And then, you know, they get smacked in the back of the head every once in a while when the, they were doing something <laughs> wrong and messing up the person that was doing the talking. And then eventually I would say, all right, I want you to take over the phone and the experienced person is going to hang back and just be there as your safety net. And then eventually we'd pull away the safety net. And that was a nice way of like easing people into it. And maybe you can try to do something like that. It's mm -hmm. easier when you had the resources of our bank to do that kind of stuff, of course. you know, but if it's just you, you don't have all of that stuff, right? You know, so you might just have to throw yourself into it. But if you don't rip the bandaid off, you're just forever going to sit there and be like, well, just, you know, just one more course or one more mastermind meeting or, you know. You just always find a way to put that stuff off. Yeah. Stuff that you're not familiar with is like the first thing you're going to, to procrastinate on. Yeah. You'll find you'll you'll bury yourself in like stuff that isn't important, but you will find a way to make it sound like the most important work ever. Like, no, I have to get through these emails. There might be a person asking for me to coach them in this email. Right. Like, yeah. You know, it's funny because this is reminding me of an, an actual example that we've had in our business was me working in our, our printable shop. You know, I was so comfortable with the design aspect, the listing, all of that stuff. And the moment that you wanted us to bring someone on our team, it meant I needed to create training videos. And it was like, oh, I don't want to do that because I've never created the training videos for any of our team before. And so it's like, I don't want to do that. I, I'm really good at this part. I'm going to keep doing this part. And you're like, no, we need, we need training videos. You're the one who's going to make them. And rip the bandit off. I spent a whole, like, I think it was like two or three days up here recording training videos and voila. And now, now I feel super comfortable doing it. In fact, she prefers, it's funny, she prefers recording videos over, she used to type out long-winded emails to everyone explaining, like, things that they need to fix and this and that. Yeah. And now she would rather just go up and spend 30 minutes recording a video and getting that done rather than typing out that long winded email. Right. And 30 minutes is not even close to how much time it actually takes. It's, it's like a, you know, five or 10 minute video where I just walk through the, like the things that they, they need improvement on things that they are doing well on. And then it's done. Yeah. I mean, if you want to hear the power of immersion, 
listen to this episode again and then go back and listen to our first episode, right? Like you'll hear how much more comfortable we are doing this now than when we were in our first episode. I don't know. I'm probably still awful. No, no, you're fine now. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably better. I know. <laughs> don't listen to the first episodes. Don't do that. <laughs> She's like, that doesn't exist. That's no. Not, there isn't even a first episode, everyone. We started at episode 100. <laughs> yeah. Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want anyone to hear those. So anyways, get yourself immersed, rip the bandaid off and stop, you know, procrastinating. You're just wasting your own time and you can't get time back. That's the sad part. Yeah, it is. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.